Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The biggest convention of its kind ever in the UK, Wrestling Media Con 2018, is heading to Manchester on the 8th and 9th of September. Wrestling Media Con 2018 will feature live wrestling shows from Revolution Pro and Impact Wrestling, meet and greet with all the talent, panel discussions from the likes of Inside the Ropes, and workshops on how to get into the world of professional wrestling from former WWE writers and bookers. There will also be guest matches from Defiant, NGW and an NWA World title defense by Nick Aldis taped for £10 of gold. Other names announced for Wrestling MediaCon 2018 include the Wrestling Observers Dave Meltzer, Colt Cabana, Sean Waltman, Cultaholic, Botchamania, myself and Ollie from the Wrestle Ramble, and many more to be announced. Wrestling MediaCon comes to the Bowlers Exhibition Centre in Manchester, England on the 8th and 9th of September. Tickets are available now from WrestlingMediaCon.com. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined by Luke in. Hello Swap Nation, you may be sick of hearing from us by the time WrestleMania is over because this is another episode of the Wrestle Ramble podcast. How are the dickens are you, Oliver Davis? I'm great. I don't think people are going to be sick of us. I know. I think we would have we won't hear from those people because they'll just stop. <laughs> they won't be able to listen to any more, but the people who stay with us this is a weeding out process mm. of the most hardcore of swafters of pod swafters. If they are if they are pod swafters or after swafters. Yeah, if you are still listening after this unpro- historic loop. <laughs> historic history making run. Uh, so what's it going to be? Is it going to be 9 episodes in 10 days? Uh yeah, I suppose it will be. Yeah. Yes. That that historic amount. Nine, I actually did see. I think I mentioned this uh, to this you uh, to this to you. I think I did mention this to you. Good English. Once it once it happened, but um, so there is a another British podcast, a wrestling based podcast mm. out there that we're quite fond of called Gorilla Position. Lovely bunch of lads. They sit around. They talk about wrestling. They are endorsed by WWE as by by their own admission. Um, but they uh, they came under some fire from some of their fans Ooh. over the festive periods because they ended two weeks before Christmas and then didn't come back until Raw 25 so they missed like so that's uh, wow yes they had like almost like an, uh, a four six week break that was like the 23rd of March yeah so no no 
No, January. Sorry, sorry, yeah, January. <laughs> it, was, it was like two weeks before the That's Rumble. That's less outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> you just took a third of the year off. Yeah, but uh, and even then, like, none, all four of them haven't been together all year mm. long. Like, people have got other projects on, they've got this and the other. So some of their f- uh, fans kind of took to Twitter to say, like, guys, you've taken such a long break off. There's a podcast that I, and I saw one of them reply saying, like, <sighs> there's a podcast that I listened to that posted an episode on Christmas Day. We came in for that. We did. <laughs> we, did. we didn't pre-record it. No. And then schedule it in a podcast no. feed so no. that we didn't actually have to do any work on Christmas Day. But uh, yes, there are people who just think that we are so hardworking that they're coming over to us because we are consistently putting out podcasts three times a week. And now nine podcasts in 10 days. I'm just, I'm just trying to visualize how consistent would fit on a T-shirt. Mm. Oh, you do it as various like so three letters per. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. con would be damn it. That would be the top three letters. Con. <laughs> Listen to Wrestle Ramble. Wrestle R- Con. <laughs> it's all a con. Uh, so we don't, unfortunately, after all that pumping ourselves up, we don't have much time to devote to the exclusive podcast intro and outro because we have oh, about. been, we have been, uh, we've been busy signing away today, haven't we? We certainly have. So those who are pre-ordering the Wrestle Talk Almanac, which is like this big... You say Almanac. I say Almanac. I just said Almanac. Let's call the whole thing off. Um, we are, so it's like this big insider thing. It's got like wrestling results from the entirety of 2017 across all promotions around the world. There's there's almost too much in there. It's incredible. It is uh, absolutely incredible. James Dixon, the writer and who's the editor of the Wrestle Talk magazine, should be very, very proud with himself. Oh, he's very good. But we decided that we would, as a bonus for those who pre-ordered, they would get a signed 8 by 10 of mm. Ollie and I. And this was something they asked for. Yes, yeah, We did not yeah. say, hey, I know what will shift copies. <laughs> no, it was Wrestle Talk management decided that that's what, uh, that's what will shift copies. After fan demand yeah well fans have people. asked for us to, to send yeah. their signs so we have got the got them the eight by tens in the post today we uh, had an awkward photo shoot how many did we get a thousand got well i i think it's a i was told a thousand but i i've eyed it up and that to me is 1200 oh yeah yeah because there are it looks like there's i know how big a hundred is mm-hmm and there's there's twelve of those. <laughs> okay. In the well, books. that's fair enough. Yeah. So we uh, we were signing some of those today, and we were it was going pretty smoothly. We only have one sharpie between mm. us, so you were signing a load, and then you'd hand them off to me. You'd go and do business, business, business stuff, and then I would sign the ones that you'd done, and everything was going smoothly until that sharpie started to run out. Then there was a bit of a, like a look around the studio, see if we could find another Sharpie. We found one, and that seemed to be cool. It was red, and that was it looked a bit naff. Then we found a green one, and that green one looked to be a bit better. So we switched to the green one. But then what happened? Then, Luke, I, I had a method where to stop smudging from happening, I would lay them out. I would kind of fan them so you wouldn't have freshly signed ink on top of on top of paper to to kind of like put a visual stamp on this. Ollie was essentially throwing them onto my side of the yes. desk, therefore giving me less room to actually do yes, work. Yes, yes, but it, it was effective. And Lu- Luke's Luke's way was to neatly stack all of them on top of each other. Unfortunately, that meant the weight of all the paper above smudged the the fresh ink right away. And uh, yeah, we lost about a hundred. I was say about a hundred. I think we, I was. I signed about a hundred before yeah. I realised that I was just smudging a load of ink. Yeah, that was 
That was annoying. Yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, we had like a nice soundtrack on, but I don't think you were overly pleased that I had. You kept saying like, that's fine. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but deep down inside, I could tell like, it wasn't fine. It's, it is fine. We don't have to get them finished by tom- until tomorrow. But it is also annoying. Yeah, <laughs> by which point we're bringing in our own Sharpie so that we got yeah. two Sharpies in the studio and that we can do these sort of multiple signatures. The thing I didn't like the most, though, was when the delivery guys dropped it off. And I was, you know, I thought this is... And it was, it came in a big box. You don't know what's in there. But the, the delivery guys brought it to me and they were like, sorry, in transit, the box is broken and this fell out. So that was placed on top of the box... And it was just a picture, the picture of me and you doing a goofy face, pointing at my shirt and my crazy jacket. And he passes it to me and he just looks down and he walks <laughs> off. And I go, So they know yeah. this heavy box is full of pictures of me and this guy. Yep. And you have ordered them to a place. They don't know that it's a business here. No. They just, no. They, for all they know, you've just ordered eight by tens of yourself. A lot of them. Yes. <laughs> to, to do with what you please. Well, it's like, you know, what, next to us is a steelworks? Yep. The, the other side is like a, a pound store warehouse where they keep loads of merchandise. And then there's us in yeah. the middle in this industrial estate, to give you a view. And yeah, that's where they... Yeah, that was a bit so embarrassing that was, for you. That was I'm, I'm, I missed out on that, thankfully, because I was mm. doing other work. I was I was doing uh, Wrestle Talk stuff. Um, can we? Can I do one quick bit of correspondence? Let's do it after. Let's save oh, yeah, that let's, for we'll the, save it the afterwards. Outro. I've got. I tell you what, as a bit of a, a tease for tomorrow, I've got an incredible bit of correspondence to read out. What? Um, but we're, I'm going to save it for tomorrow's okay. show for the okay. WrestleMania 34 predictions. Yes. So let's get on with the NXT predictions. The what fourth? Consecutive Wrestle Ramble, the Swaft Nation have been treated to this week. Absolutely, it is. Mm. Yeah, you lucky, lucky devils. And I also want to give a quick shout out as well to our Patreon backers who are currently enjoying our WrestleMania 25 review. That was actually meant to be a plug. This, it is. I've actually always got a, plug in. I've actually got a proper shout out to do. Um, but yeah, the, the four-hour WrestleMania 25 review is currently up for our five-dollar and above backers. It sounds like a plug. But I'm getting to the actual point okay. I wanted to make. Um, I, I'm so sorry, I can't remember who sent me the email about this now, but I just wanted to say thank you to pointing out that we've actually accidentally created a community within our Patreon. They're calling it, um, I think they're calling it like a ramble community or SWAF community or something ah. like that. People are actually just making up posts and people are joining in conversations. People are asking like, what wrestling That's are you great. watching this weekend? What are you looking forward to over WrestleMania weekend? Posting up uh, pictures of like stuff that they bought off Euroshop.com and Posting, like one of them has just posted up a picture of their daughter in like a t-shirt that they bought that says my kid is savage with a picture of Randy Savage on it so there's like some really good stuff going on there I just wanted to give a quick shout out to our Aww. Patreon SWAF Nation we have too many different communities to keep track of we've got the Swaft Nation, which is the all-encompassing term, the WWE Universe, if you will then we've got like the YouTube comments mm-hmm. I would say that's the most likely to, to offend anyone who reads stuff but the, I would say the vast majority are awesome yeah they're also the, the, it's standard YouTube comments they're the most likely to not like us yes uh, weird <laughs> and uh, then we've got the pod swafters pod swafters which are people who only listen to the podcast version of this show then we new new people the swafter no the after the after swafters the after swafters which are people who watch Wrestle Ramble on YouTube 
and then listen to the podcast-exclusive intro and outro to catch up with those bits. Maybe we now need a Patreon one as well. So you yeah, can, we like, need a Patreon one. Because at the moment I just call them Swaff Nation backers. But I think they need like their own name. Swaffed Pledgers. Mm, I did that. They'll come up with something much better. Let us know. So we are here to predict this weekend's NXT TakeOver card, which, you know, in terms of condensed card, in terms of just these matches, what is it, five, five or matches. six? Five matches. We lo- we just looked through the card and we're like, wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Whereas I... WrestleMania, as much as I'm looking forward to it, it's wow, 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 wow. Okay, <laughs> still going. Wow. Loads of matches. Yeah, okay, because there are forward to that. Oh, yeah, okay. 14 wow. matches. It's going to be a long old night. I wonder how many individual wrestlers are actually going to be on the show. Well, we could probably work that out. I mean, it's not even really I like... I want to do it now. Oh, like, I wonder. We could literally just count and work it's that out. It's a rhetorical <laughs> question. It doesn't have an answer. Are you sure? I mean, I'm sure people have already no, no, let no, us no, know. No. It's one of those great mysteries. Nobody knows, Nobody knows how many wrestlers are actually involved. Yeah. But, like, NXT... They're so condensed. They only let the creme de la creme, creme de la creme de la creme, to the person who pointed out my pronunciation of that phrase earlier, uh, that on their show, that the top talent on their show, which means you've got Adam Cole working two matches. <laughs> exactly, because poor old Bubbles Fish yeah. is on the injury shelf at the moment. Bless his cotton socks. If I had my way, Cesaro would be on most match. It would just be Cesaro versus Rusev. For ten of those fourteen matches, Cesaro Mania. Yeah, and then the uh, the four main event bits. Main event. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough. But the four uh, I, co-main events. I am. I'm stoked for this show. I think this is going to be an absolute mm. barn burner of an NXT takeover show. Ooh, yes. I mean, Brian Alvarez said it after NXT Philadelphia. I think. He uh, put up on Twitch, it's like, I've never seen a bad takeover. Mm. And I don't think he's wrong. Like, well, I, you know, th- this could be the one. It could be the one. But then I look at the lineup, I'm like, yeah. it's going to be very difficult for this to be a bad takeover show. So I'm so excited for this. Because usually with takeover shows, it's, it's more about, oh, I can't wait to see this wrestler take on this wrestler. And that... You know, that's there's some great storytelling behind it, and maybe there's a stipulation. Maybe Paul Ellerin is in a shark cage. NXT did it first. But this one, I feel like a lot of the stipulations... I'm into the stipulations of these matches, and there's some of the stories. Now that... I mean, yeah. there's one in particular. There's one in particular. I wonder which one that could yes. be. Yes. Uh, oh, so should we start off with... The triple threat for the NXT Tag Team Championships between the Undisputed Era, current defending champions, Strong and Pete, Pete Strong. Pete Strong. Roderick Strong and Pete Dunn versus the Authors of Pain. This isn't just for the titles, it's also for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Trophy. Is that so? I think so. Okay, on TV they announced that it was a triple threat. But I don't know, and for the tag team titles, but I don't know if they announced that it was also for the cup. Well, the go-home NXT angle, which we just watched, was uh, a great match between Strong and Dunn versus Authors of Pain. That was the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, but Undisputed Era interfered, meaning there was no winner, and then Regal made it a three-way. Yes. I loved Cole and uh, Kyle O'Reilly's faces when uh, Regal came out. Ah, like, oh, no. Kyle O'Reilly's face was just like... Oh, that's just typical. Carl O'Reilly's... Because I've been following Carl... I liked him before he was cool. <laughs> just going to get that out there. I've been following him 
for, for when he, since he was in a tag team with uh, Adam Cole as the Young Wolves. No, I can't remember what they were called now. <laughs> Someone. Such a, big, such a big fan. But it was like Davy Richards and Eddie Edwards's understudies. Mm. And uh, he was, oh, I always loved the way he moved around the ring and the way he wrestles. But I, I never thought Kyle O'Reilly, that's a guy with great facials. But oh my God, since he's come to NXT, maybe it's just the way the camera work is different and they can focus in on stuff more. He has been exceptional. That facial expression, what, there was one where he, he ran away from someone a few months back. That was probably during their feud with Sanity. Yeah, maybe. Or no, it was against Alistair Black. Oh, it was in the lead up to yeah. the last takeover. And yeah. he pulled such a good, good face. Yeah, anyway, he's put, great. putting that over. So, who do you think's going to win? I will go first on this one. So, I... Um, oh, this. Do you know what? It's tough to predict each of these matches. I personally think, mm. and I think I'm going to go with an undisputed era retention. Ooh. I don't think they're going to put the belts on um, Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne as much as I love them. They've become a really good tag team unit since being thrown together because poor old Tyler Bates got injured um, and Mustache Mountain had to pull out of the Dusty Classic. And I really like the the feud they've built up with the Undisputed Era as well. And I I think the Authors of Pain are getting the call up, so I can't see them winning mm. either. So I'm I'm going to go with a uh, a UE retention. Um, I w- I was listening to what you said as always, but I was also looking. So on the on the uh, on our document here, we've got each match, and then underneath we've got L O stands for Luke Owen, and then O D for Oliver Davis, uh, and that's where we put our picks. With a L O D, <laughs> with a Legion no, Oud. No. <laughs> but yeah, so sure, undisputed era, good, good pick, man. Uh, <laughs> undisputed era. I'm also going to go for the undisputed era for yeah. similar reasons. I think the authors of pain. We spoke about it on Monday's show. Who our post WrestleMania call ups would be from NXT. Authors of pain have got nothing else to do down there, and yeah. The, I think they're going up, so they shouldn't win. And strong and done, like you said. Oh, but there is some mileage in them as a as a reluctant odd couple team. Mm-hmm. But I think you could build to a rematch between just those two teams, mm. but still with um, undisputed era as yeah. the champions That's and um, strong and done chasing for the belts. But I am going to go for undisputed era because it protects Cole somewhat. Because before. I would have said Cole was winning our next match, mm. but now he's had to sub him for Bobby Fish. I think you can you can protect him uh, this way. So yeah. we're both going for UE. Yes, the United. I'm, <laughs> I'm not spelling that right. Now. No, you're not. You I'm did not spelling EU. two letters right. Uh, okay, so next up, this. I mean, I was going to say this is the match I'm most looking forward to, but oh, then <laughs> do you know what? I mean, I'm. When I was thinking about the, the, the triple threat tag team matches, a lot of, as regular viewers know, I don't read NXT spoilers. Like, if you do a, a news episode about NXT, I, I don't watch it because mm. I don't, I like to enjoy NXT on a week to week basis. I have to stop the video. Yep, yeah, and I have to, you, like, leave the room, yeah. or, like, you don't give me scripts where I have to do NXT spoilers where possible. I mean, I am a professional. I will. It's find, your only demand. It is. It is. I, I want Diet Coke in the uh, fridge at all times mm-hmm. and that. I don't actually drink Diet Coke. Um, but I... Um, have you seen Diet Coke's new advertising campaign? I have not, no. It's just a woman walking down the street, effectively same, but in, in much better like advertising terms. This isn't good for me, but sometimes you just got to do what you want. 
That's the whole point of the advert. Awesome. That's yeah, great. Yeah. So, carry, yeah. Sorry, carry on. Um, so, um, I, and I was thinking about the, this tag team. I didn't know who won the tag team classic. And then I was watching the, the final match, and it was Roderick Strong and Pete mm. Dunn versus the Authors of Pain. And I was like, cool. Now I'm going to find out who is winning and who is going to be going on to face it. I didn't write up the documents uh, yet for Wrestle Ramble. And I was listening to Gorilla Position, a uh, good podcast, and talking about wrestling. And they were doing their NXT predictions. And they were just about to give their predictions for it. And I was like, ah, ah, ah. And I tried to press the skip button so I could skip forward. But I heard them say, Authors of Pain. And I was like, ah, oh, gutted. Like, I've just heard who won. So I was like, so I'm going to start writing up the document for Wrestle Ramble. And then, lo and bloody behold, it turned out it was a triple threat match. I spoilt it for myself by yeah. going onto the website like a complete dunderhead. But I, I thought, when I saw it was a triple threat, I just had flashbacks to last year's triple threat of Authors of Pain DIY and The Revival and how we all just absolutely loved that match and a lot of people said it was like match of the weekend and it ended up in a lot of people's mm. end of like match of the years and I suddenly thought I was like this could be the show stealing match on the sh- on the card and then I forgot about the and then I looked at the ladder match and I was like oh my god and then you got Gargano and Champa and then you got um Black and Elmus uh, oh, I'm so excited for mm. this show, and I, I'm one of the few people as well that really liked uh, Moon and Baszler at Takeover Philadelphia. So I'm also really looking forward to that. But this ladder match just has the potential to be an absolute barn burner of a match. I'm so excited for it. Velveteen Dream. Yep. EC3 making his NXT in ring debut. Mm-hmm. Well, TV debut. No, he hasn't. He, he hasn't wrestled on. He hasn't wrestled shows. on TV yet. Uh, Ricochet has though. Ricochet no. has wrestled at live events. Yes, but this will be his also uh, sort of broadcast debut. Lars Sullivan, Killian Dane, and Adam Cole, who would of course wrestled uh, in the tag match. So I don't know where they're going to place these matches. Like, does Adam Cole just have to stay in the ring? That would be quite a nice way to transition. You know, he wins the, he retains the tag team championships after this really retiring match. And then, oh. I don't know, well, it's got to be Lars Sullivan, right? Comes down. Victim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but this is for the newly created NXT North American Championship because we need another belt. I mean, if, that's, if there's anything that WWE needs, it's more belts. Mm. The Cruiserweights, they need some tag team oh, championships as well. Belts. Give them two belts. Do you know what the women need? Tag team championships. Let's just have more belts Both on this show. Brands. Oh, four belts. Oh, four belts. Making oh. it belt mm, rain. Mm, melt Beltamania. Mm. That's what we need. It's more belt than ever. <laughs> it's more belts than ever. Um, I don't think we've talked about this in the show yet. What are your thoughts on the design of the North American Championship? I really like it. I I'm so it. glad they've gotten away from putting W on everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love Weezer as much as the next guy. <laughs> But it's just, it doesn't make for an aesthetically pleasing, real spot. I like it when they look like boxing belts. I know mm-hmm. people, some people don't like how dinky boxing belts look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. As I a, like them when they're really colourful and I they've got loads yeah. of flags on the side. But I think it's because we're so used to like wrestling, where yeah. belts are just meant to be like these big, grand, extravagant things that are bigger than mm. the wrestlers themselves. Um, but sorry, th- th- this, is a, this is a nice step back from the big W era of WWE belts and it's getting back to the sort of intercontinental belt design where it's just that it's is it circular rather than yeah. oval yeah but I do like it I like the concept I really like it it's like an old AWA belt it yeah. just it looks so old school it's do you know what it is it's a Triple H designed belt mm-hmm. and it's just it's again it's one of those things you look at NXT with it's really like it's all its metal soundtracks and it's big on entrances and the way they just kind of shoot entrances it's big on tag teams and it's and they like this 
old school championship design they've got for the, this new title. The, Triple H, it's just showing you what the, the landscape of WWE might be like. Hopefully. Hope, well, it will still be WWE because it appeals to a mainstream audience, mm. whereas NXT is designed to appeal to wrestling fans. So there will be differences, but you can just kind of see what Triple H likes in professional wrestling by watching an episode of NXT and the way that they design stuff. So uh, you went first last time. I did indeed. And so you have actually got a harder one to, to pick here first. So I don't, I'm going to do it by process of elimination. Okay. Adam Cole, no, mm-hmm. because you protect him. He's exhausted from the previous match or the match earlier on in the show, and he got the win then. You can explain why he didn't win this match. Although, you know, before that, I would have he would have been my pick mm-hmm. uh, because I think he needs a belt. I think Adam Cole, it just suits him. Uh, Velveteen Dream, I think is over no matter what so he doesn't need it and i don't think he should have it yet he's not at that i still think he needs a lot of time to build up the character giving them the belt wouldn't help anything uh lars sullivan and killian dane likewise they're monsters who don't need the belt they're cool by themselves but then you've got ec3 and ricochet and this is their both men's debut match, which makes it it's good because like it makes it unpredictable. But you know you really need to protect the guy who doesn't win, which means Ricochet is far more impressive in the ring. So I think he's going to get all of the high spots, and EC3 is going to get a kind of smarmy Alberto Del Rio style money man win at the end. Maybe he could pay off last. That's an awful idea. He just wins it by himself. Uh, because I think EC, EC3 also is a guy who looks good with a championship belt. So yeah, I'm going for EC3 with the proviso that Ricochet gets all the impressive high spots. That's what he's remembered for. That's what gets him over. And the belt can get EC3 over. I'm also actually going with EC3. Copy cats. I'm, I, well, I, I thought it was EC3 and then they can go into a f- he can go into a feud with Ricochet over that belt. So Ricochet mm. almost wins and then EC3 almost like screws him out of, of winning. Screws, like he wins it fairly, but screws Ricochet out of winning. And that's... Um, and that's and I, I just think that him winning the belt in his first match, it works great for his character. As you know, this top one percent, this one percent, top one percent thing. And I think him having the belt really helps that, and really helps put that over. And then you got Ricochet as the chasing champion. And and similarly, like you said, I don't think Lars or Killian Dane really need the belt right now. Adam Cole is undisputed era. They've got the tag championships, and I think that he could be moving forward into a NXT championship program at some point soon. And yeah, Velveteen can kind of like just slot into this EC3 ricochet mold and just sort of like, you know, build himself up from there. But I, yeah, I'm going with EC3 to, to win this ladder match. Talking about what comes after this, a Velveteen Dream versus Lars Sullivan. Oh. I don't know why that clicks for me. Yeah. But they could just be, just seeing those two characters go up against each I, other. Oh my God, I can't wait for this match. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Uh, but, th- I mean, that'll be great from a spectacle. We, we saw, and that hell of a video package we saw on the NXT episode before this which is just each guy just has a little promo segment in their own little environment like Velveteen Dream had a purple area with a purple sofa and he was lying on that Uh, Adam Cole was just by a yellow ladder Uh, everyone looked really distinct and different and I just love that how how you know you could just look at the set or the backdrop of a promo and know who would be cutting it? You wouldn't need the rest of their or their voice, and that's something that's really missing from the 
sterile environment of main roster WWE promos. I completely agree. EC3 is doing his promo from like this pool, this roofside pool, or mm. this roof pool. Roofside pool? Is that a thing? No, I think it's just... Uh, you'll be off the roof then, yeah. won't you? You'll be <laughs> in the air. Yeah, you know, pools in the air. I'm pretty sure they exist Love somewhere. Roofside pool. Love a roofside just pool, mate. water cascading down <laughs> well, the building. It's a waterfall. That's yeah, what I'm thinking yeah. of. Um, yeah, he's like on this roof rooftop pool is probably what I was thinking of. Um, and, you know, he's kind of... And Lars Sullivan is just like, I have a cinder block in my hand and I'm smashing it on the floor. That's who I am. I'm Lars Sullivan. <laughs> Visual storytelling. <laughs> Only weeks of character development. Smash us in the block. Yeah. So, uh, this is probably... You know, just, don't, w- just don't have Kane around, because he trips over things like that. The Wrestle Ramble will be right back after these short messages. This podcast is brought to you in part by Patreon. For just $5 a month, you'll get access to the Wrestle Ramble Extra, a monthly podcast where Ollie and I review shows from wrestling's past. If you pledge now, you'll get our back catalogue of episodes, including Money in the Bank 2011, Armageddon 2000, Wrestle Kingdom 10, and No Way Out 2004, and many others, as well as this month's episode, which will be WrestleMania 25. And $10 plus backers will become part of the Ramble Club, our new show where we talk about wrestling from around the world, including reviews of The Golden Lovers vs. Cody and Marty Skrull, Austin Aries vs. Eli Drake, and many, many more. All that and so much extra, so head over to patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk for more information. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. We can say how much we're looking forward to the ladder match or the triple threat tag match or either of the top two title matches but come on <laughs> come this on. really is the one it's Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in an unsanctioned match a match that has been built 
for a year. Yep. And it has gone into overdrive in the last three months. Well, no, so it was the last... Yeah, the last three months, because it was end of uh, New York, uh, Philadelphia, NXT Philadelphia, yeah, TakeOver Philadelphia, where Ciampa made his return and attacked Gargano after his five-star match with Almas. Uh, and the the stipulation is if Gargano wins, he will be reinstated in NXT. And they've been doing this feud so brilliantly on like social media mm. and stuff. Champa posted up this video of him at like half past three in the morning, and you can just hear Johnny like banging on the door, being like, "I'm I'm coming for you, Champa." And he's like, "He just won't leave me alone." And it's I, they've built this so well. Champa has become this incredible heel in NXT. Just walks the ring, doesn't say it yet the wave. He doesn't say anything, and the crowd just absolutely hates him. And they've all got their Johnny wrestling signs, and he intimidates old ladies who aren't afraid of him, and he scares these twenty-year-olds who are like boo, and then he rips up the sun. They go oh no, he's ah, oh, and he's got this great big bushy beard, and he just <laughs> looks so cool. And he is the psycho killer, and you've got Johnny freaking wrestling. I this match should be if this match is five percent as good as their five percent better than their NXT uh, their, their um, cruiserweight classic match that they had their first round match it'll be a match of the year candidate mm. this has so much potential behind it I'm trying not to overhype it too much in my own head same way I mean I feel like I'm overhyping things too much for myself here and I'll end up watching the show and we'll say it was fine mm. but. I'm so excited for this. I, did, I mean, Chamber has been out for a year. Mm. Let's not forget this. There could be a bit of ring rust. But I do think these two have worked together so much before they must have practiced the hell out of this uh, in the weeks leading up to get Champa ring fit again, ring ready. Because apparently you cannot train for that level of cardiovascular fitness in normal gym environments and stuff. You really do need to do it in the ring. Uh but I'm glad that you are going first on this one. <laughs> it is tough. And uh, I think I'm going for Champa. I think I'm going for Champa because I think mm. that Gargano may get a main roster call-up. But here's the other one as well. Here's the other, I heard this on, a, on Gorilla Position and I loved this idea that Gargano wins and is reinstated back to NXT but then makes his debut on SmackDown Live on the main roster... So even though he won the match and was allowed to be reinstated to NXT, he still got the main roster of promotion above mm. Champa, and that just then fuels Champa's character even further. Of just like he was allowed to come back to NXT, but he still went to SmackDown Live anyway. I do not want Gargano to get called up for a long time, no, for another year at least, because this Gargano has gone over so well, and it's and the Champa storyline's great. But there is also the Almas NXT title storyline cooking in the background. I I want to see Gargano overcome Champa, but but like drag it out for another six months, oh, and then he goes on to fight for the NXT title. I I am going for Champa. Are you going? Uh, you're going for Champa as well. I'm going for Champa, and I think you write Gargano off for another couple of months. I don't know oh, how you bring him back. That's though. the problem. Is you, is you, how do you bring him back for mm. a, another shot of be, uh, being in NXT again? But oh, I, you know, I yeah. trust. I trust in NXT writers <laughs> to do stuff better than what I could have in my head. Yeah, do you know what's so not? So I think they can come up with something. Do you know what's not a common phrase in this show? Just do it better, NXT. No, like no. we don't. I, we very rarely say that. I'm almost tempted to change my mind because you've gone for the same to thing, Gargano. 
just only because we just try and vary up our choices a little bit as well and i'm so i could just flip a coin on this one and Mm. and be happy with that choice because i do think it could go either way i think gargano winning is going to be that amazing feel-good moment of him overcoming the odds and and beating champa but the heat that champa would get by winning this match oh my god oh it's just like this is their first match and i don't see this as a one and done so really you give champa the win and it builds to a Brooklyn, yeah, uh, a Brooklyn a rematch. Brooklyn rematch at some, which is kind of like NXT's WrestleMania. Yeah. This isn't take the the takeover on WrestleMania weekend isn't NXT's big big show, uh, and it's their last Brooklyn show as well. Is it? Oh, of course, yeah. Because they won't be doing SummerSlam in Brooklyn next year. So yes, I yeah, I'm going to stick with Champa. <sighs> I might change my mind, but I'm going to come back to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next up, Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Title. It's the match you're probably least interested in, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. But that's more because I've spoken about it before. Ember doesn't really connect with me mm-hmm. uh, because I don't really know what her character is. We've spoken about this before. Yeah, and a, a character really has become, as of late, being like, hey, I'm a champion. And being a champion means that you show respect to all the women on this roster mm. and you trying to give them all opportunities. Like, so I think it was last week, Shayna Baszler attacked a trainer and that's Ember Moon was trying to like break that up and she was cutting this promo on the Go Home show for NXT where she's like, Shayna attacked a trainer. These are the people that help us become the superstars that we are. And it made me go like, Ugh, I don't want to, no, I don't, I don't like that at all. Michael Cole says, yeah, that's stuff. that's what I mean. That's, yeah. that's what it sounded like. I was like, oh, she'd become Michael Cole. Mm. She's like, she, they help us become the the superstars that people aspire to be, and the the, the little girls that we appeal to, and all this sort of gubbins. And I do think that Baszler is winning the belt here mm. because she lost at Philadelphia, and I just think that this is her time to win. And then you get Ember Moon kind of chasing back for the belt again, maybe in a rubber match for at uh, at Takeover Brooklyn Four. And I, yeah, I, I just think if if Baszler loses again, I think almost some of her credibility is gone um, yeah. as this sort of like unstoppable killer type character that she is. I don't see her being called up. Actually, I've seen some people think that Ember Moon's getting called up after WrestleMania, which could happen. Wouldn't it be the worst idea. Wouldn't be the worst thing at all. So I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler the win here. I think she's become, going to become the new NXT Women's uh, Champion. I'm also saying that. Oh, really? Shayna Baszler for both of us. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm really not that absorbed in the NXT Women's division at the moment. And granted, I don't watch it week to week as much as other people do. But uh, that hasn't stopped me being invested in, the, in any, any other feuds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, just, I, I just felt like that Philadelphia match when Shayna Baszler had her in the arm lock for so long. Yeah. Uh, it it was it was a bad idea. That really was, yeah. yeah. In hindsight, it really was. And the other side with with Shayna Baszler winning as well is that you've got Kyrie Sane sitting there in the background. You've got mm-hmm. the Mae Young Classic stuff you could build up from that. They're also they're, they're also looking for their rubber match, so you could do that for the championship at NXT Takeover Brooklyn Four. I think there's a lot more mileage you can get with Baszler as champion Definitely. than there is as Ember Moon, who I, I I do really like, but like you, it, I'm not. I don't feel like I'm actually connecting with her less the more she's champion. Yeah. Um, which is a real shame. Uh, and the main event, presumably, I, don't, I mean, Gargano Champa feels like it could that, go on, right? I was going to say, I think that will end up being the main event. No. I think that they'll do... Yeah, I think it could be the main event. Well, so War Games is the only... 
No, no, no. They had um, uh, Gargano and when they were DIY versus Authors of Pain, oh, that was the main course. event in the, as the ladder match because you had the big angle after mm. that. Oh, I'm, yeah, with the... the yeah, the, that angle. The, <laughs> trade, uh, the trademark copyright bit. Exactly. So I'm wondering whether Gargano and Champa will go on last. Well, we're sticking to how things should be done with the title match going on last in our predictions. Andrade Cien Almas going up against Alistair Black with the NXT title on the line. And we said, so... I, I kind of said at the top of the show that it is, it's difficult to, I think this is a very difficult card to predict, even though you and I have gone mm. with the same predictions. I don't think that makes anything seem predictable. Yeah, they're all, they're all quite close on the line. I, yeah. Absolutely. Like with Shane, I can remember Moon won. I wouldn't be like, like, oh, that, that's, mm. that surprised me. Because if Shane Baszler won, that would also kind of surprise me. I, I think it really could go either way. Same with Gargano, same with the, the ladder match, same with the triple threats. And this one in particular, mm. I really am... So, I, Andrade's got so much behind him as champion. It, it, the character is really working in the moment. But Alistair Black is the future of this company, if you ask me. I just, I really think he's your next CM Punk. He's just a guy that's going to go to the main roster and people are just going to absolutely adore and the company can kind of strap a rocket to him and make him a real top guy. I don't know who's winning this match, though. Mm. And... Um, oh, I've got to go first, haven't I? Have I? Yes, I, I have got to go first. Did you go first last I feel, time? Oh, I feel like I went, I, I went... I think you went double first. I think I went so double I'll first. Go first. Uh, it is so close to cool. And this... Alistair Black's undefeated streak is also on the line in singles competition, apparently. I'm sure someone will tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I But I, I'm leaning slightly towards Almas. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I feel like he's he's so good as champion at the moment. I wouldn't take the belt off him. Yeah. I feel like Almas should drop it to Gargano. I, do you know what I'm almost thinking? Is, uh, it's tough. Which is weird as well because you pick Gargano to be fired from NXT forever. Well, yeah, but then he comes <laughs> back. I know, I know, I know. I'm almost thinking that the main event of Brooklyn 4, if I'm trying to predict that, will be Almas versus... Um, Drew McIntyre, mm. the return Drew McIntyre. Because oh, it was it, was it Brooklyn that he got injured? No, it wasn't no. Brooklyn he got injured. It was the show after that, wasn't it? War Games, um, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, War, War Games. Games. Yeah, I think. I think. Um, so I'm almost feeling that could be the main event of Brooklyn Four. But then again, you could be like, well, Drew McIntyre versus Alistair Black could be the main event of. Oh, it's so hard. I don't know. This is one of the other great things about NXT. You said uh, how it, these matches are hard to predict. And it's it's hard to predict in a good way, yeah. Because they set up so many plates that they're spinning and potential feuds and interactions between other wrestlers. That even if my favorite doesn't win, I'm not really sad or like that was a stupid decision, like it is sometimes on the main roster. Because I'm like, well, there are multiple ways you can go with this. Whereas on the main roster, a lot of the time I feel it's when a result doesn't go the way I want it to. It's, I'm like, well, the only reason I wanted it to go that way is because not, you haven't got anything else. And it doesn't make sense or it isn't as dramatically engaging. So WWE's main roster is very predictable because they've made it that way. And when they become unpredictable, it's actually kind of trolling or a deus ex machina kind of thing. Whereas on NXT, it's unpredictable in a good way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm still sticking with Almas. You're sticking with Almas. Oh, I'm going to say... Come on, we've said the same for everything so far. I'm going to say Alistair Black. There we go. I'm saying Alistair Black, but 
Oh, no, wrong wrong place to write that down. Uh, but at, at the same time, I would not be disappointed if, if Almas retains mm. and you kind of had more of the black chasing. But I think it's going to... Man, this show. It's, it's like I feel like every match, with the exception of Moon and Baszler, I've gone, this match could steal the show, this match could steal the weekend. And there's a lot of matches on this WrestleMania, like at the WWE side, like ignoring ROH, ignoring Evolve, and ignoring Rev Pro and Progress. They've also got their matches that could steal the weekend. I mean, Eddie, yeah, we've got Matt Riddle versus Minoru Suzuki. Yes, and, that came out of like, nowhere. Absolutely, like, isn't it just like that? Seems like a really, and not only that, but you've got um, Matt Riddle versus James Ellsworth on um, uh, um, Spring Break um, uh, as well. Joey Janela's. Joey Janela's Spring Break. So like that, it's even like, that could be a great match. That could be mm. a really good. But in terms of WWE, there are so many matches across NXT and WWE that have the potential to steal the weekend. It's a mouth-watering time, man. Mm. And there are, four, there are four matches in this five-match card that could be part of those best-of-the-weekend matches. And Moon oh. and Baszler could be great it as could well. Be, yeah. Like Moon versus Asuka last year was one of my favourite matches of the weekend. It really could end up being. It, it could really surprise us. So, man, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, uh, what are your overall thoughts? Very excited, also. I suddenly realised I decided not to change my mind on the Johnny Gargano thing. Um, and whether or not that was a r- the right thing to do. Whether well, I should we, have changed it to Gargano. We disagreed on Elmas Black. So there will be a winner either way. There will be, a, yes. But at the same time, though, I do feel like I should have changed my mind. It's too late now. Actually, it's not too to late. Gargano. I could, I could change it on the WrestleMania no, prediction. Can't. Of course I can. I could change it's it on tomorrow's book. video. It's in the book. It's not posted to YouTube yet. I could go in there. I could digitally alter it before we load it to YouTube. It's already exported. Well, I could do it on this podcast version. Oh. <laughs> anyway, correspondence. I think it is Johnny Gargano. Denver Broncos. <laughs> so we've got this bit of correspondence in from uh, Barry Smith. What a great British name that is. Great show, consistently consistent. Just some ramble here while I listen to the podcast. Ollie has just mentioned that he thinks the world of stand-up and wrestling are similar. He'd be correct. As a stand-up comedian named Brendan Burns is a huge wrestling fan and was the one who started the whole fandangoing dance at WrestleMania a few years back. While Brendan was the comedian who helped Mick Foley with his stand-up career and also does Edinburgh Fringe shows with Colt Cabana. Just thought you'd like to know. Keep up the awesome work. Love you, bye. Yeah, he's he's a great comedian, Brendan Burns. His uh, Art of Wrestling episodes are very funny. Have you listened to them? I have not. No. Oh, they're, they're well worth seeking out. And uh, he's just an awesome comedian all round. He's, I think he won the Edinburgh Fringe, whatever their top award is couple of years back mm. well quite up like five or six years ago i'm going to see an edinburgh uh edinburgh. Festival, an edinburgh uh, award-winning show at the end of the month i'm going to see uh, john robbins do his uh, show darkness of robbins which won the edinburgh comedy award that's that sounds good that will be alternative oh, just. i used to think wow going to the edinburgh fringe you must be really good to go to the edinburgh fringe and then my ex-girlfriend went and i thought Oh, literally anyone can go. <laughs> you can perform on the street. So, so did she go as a comedian? No, no. The, uh, sorry, this was this was. I'm talking about the Fringe. Oh, the, okay. the comedy festival's different, yeah. isn't it? So this was for dr- this was for theatre. Oh, theatre. You, you date quite a lot of like theatrical people, I don't do, you? Don't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah Your uh, track record is very theatrical. They are all drama, which is crazy because I I hate drama mm. in in terms of people being overly emotional and creating drama yeah and it was like that was always my joke with my mate at uni it's just all drama because it it was a multi-pronged thing there was always like some cat calling 
fight bitch fest going on amongst all the drama people. And like, the film students just got on with it. <laughs> just get on with just things, had a man. Just down the belfry. Just a talk, snake bite. Talk about how great Steven Spielberg is. Oh, there wasn't any of that. Oh, no, of course not. Oh, no, because you're film students, are you? So you have to talk about, about Jean Godard. Jean, yeah, exactly. Or like Wes Anderson or some. Oh, I'm going to see Wes Anderson. Uh, film tonight. I love dog. Yeah, not the guy. I love dog. I know you're going to see um Ban- it's the Grand Budapest Hotel, and it is a film that will be exhibited with treats curated to the film. Have you seen it? I don't think you have. Of course have you? not. You hate I hate Wes Anderson films. Well, the whole film is structured like a cake. It's got layers, <clears throat> and because it's it's actually like the framing device of the story. That sounds like the sort of Ponzi thing that Wes Anderson would do. Mm. Yeah, is it's it's a uh, it's a story within a story within a story within a story within a story, and it goes all the way down. But it's only like in the in the first five minutes that that happens, and you're reminded of it at the end. So the whole thing is like a cake. So there's going to be a uh, loads of cake. Well, well, I mean that's brought out while honest, the film's going on. That is worth going for, mm. just for various different cakes. Uh, my gluten-free girlfriend, my gluten-free wife rather, would have a, an awful time doing it. Um, and are you are you going to see his new film, The Isle of Dogs? Yeah. I can't wait I haven't got round to it yet I'll probably see Ready Player One before I do that though oh excellent uh, the the way you said gluten free wife it sounds like you had a few options <laughs> no no I'm going to go for the gluten free one go for the gluten free one yeah it's less less carbs yeah. on you isn't it so are you on a my so my lady partner follows Luke's wife on Instagram so <laughs> so I know what this is <laughs> I know what this is so she'll sometimes come up to me and say oh did Luke talk about this today? And and I'll be like, no, because this seems like you know it's an Instagram thing, which I don't understand. Mm-hmm. The gram, yeah, the gram, the Insta, and, do it uh, for the grams. Like she she always knows what your wife has had for meals because yeah, she posts up a lot of and food therefore stuff. by my wife what I'll have also had. Yes, and she said to me last night, did Luke talk about the detox he's doing? <laughs> Right, so here's what happened. So my my wife emailed me last month, and she said that she found this thing. It was like this ten day detox plan, and we were like, "Oh yeah, let's start this after my birthday." And I was like, "Yeah, okay, I think this would be a, this be a yeah, good thing." Yeah, the we'll optimism just, of we'll March. Just, we'll just clean everything out. I'm mm. sure this will be really good. And then we like, uh, my wife went to go and buy some of the stuff to do it. We haven't actually had the chance to do a proper shop, so we we were late back obviously from going away at the weekend and so it was like well we can't do it on monday we'll start it on tuesday but then i was like well the problem is i'm going to i've got playing dnd i've got wrestlemania this weekend mm. and i said i'm going to start it after wrestlemania because like i, I i'm just going to crap over the wrestlemania weekend there's no chance i'm going to be able to do this dominoes are happening well exactly because it, it's very much like you have like a carrot smoothie as your snack and you have like juices for lunch and you have just like kale salads for dinner and mm. all this sort of gubbins you know all that that kind of like detox lark I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll do it after WrestleMania. My wife decided, well, I'm going to do it now, and I think you, and I think you can sort of do it now as well. We'll just kind of like adapt it and stuff. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Well, we'll sort of like we'll try and do it together. And then I got home yesterday after work, and I got home from the studio, and I just found her with a chocolate treat inside her mouth. <gasps> I was like, what's this? And she was like, I've been thinking. And she's like, I don't think this is going to work. And I was like, why? She goes, because I'm absolutely starving. Like, wow. I, and I was like, so we've lasted... The we- willpower. I was like, so we've lasted two days into this. She was like, basically, yeah. I'm so hungry. Because we would have to go and do a shop because we still haven't done our big shop yet. Mm. So she was like, we'll have to do a shop, then come back and make something. It's going to be like eight o'clock before we start eating. I'm so hungry. I have to eat something like soon. And I was like, 
that's grand because I wasn't really on like fully on board with this <laughs> anyway because I was going to start it after WrestleMania. So we did. She did sort of start this detox thing, but it didn't last. It lasted two days. But next Wednesday. You're going to get on the carrot smoothies? Like possibly. Like possibly. I've got I a think, good smoothie book I could lend you. <laughs> I think if, if we were able to do a big shop, then maybe. But Monday's going to be super busy because it's... That's a, why I said Wednesday. Because, well, yeah, I know, but we need, I'm trying to find a day when we can do a big shop. Mm. Like, that, that's really what you do. So you have to buy all of your veg and all that nonsense to try and make it all, like, get everything prepped for it. I think that we jumped into this at the wrong time, personally. 2018 well yeah wrestlemania season in particular there is a i mean there's a there's a way you can do this detox kind of thing without going to it for a big shop if that's the sticking point mm-hmm. just fast it off man just fast well, through well, that uh, my my wife's like rationale for it essentially she said to me she's like i think we should go with your referring to me ideal behind dry january because i don't buy into dry january because my argument is just like well I'll just essentially do dry January throughout the year. I just won't drink Monday to Friday. I'll drink Monday to Thursday, Sunday to Thursday, and I'll just have drinks on a Friday and Saturday. If I don't drink, binge those, drink. If I don't, well, I'm not even binge drink, but I'll have like I'm a couple a of beers. Or, you know, I might have like a bottle of wine in the club. You know, I might have some drinks, or I might have a bottle of wine. You know, on those two days. But the rest of the time, I just won't drink at all. I'll just have water and I'll have this because that then is like that's a year long thing rather than just being like I'm just going to drink nothing for one month and then drink every day. Mm. So I, I. I adopted that mentality so my wife's like we eat healthily anyway like let's just stick to that but we'll just try and do more salads we'll try and do better stuff for lunches we'll try and do this that, and the other so that's basically our idea now for for the rest of the year apart from last night because we had a takeaway curry well what that was the the cho- the small chocolate descended into the takeaway curry. we had a takeaway curry yeah, basically slipped off the wagon well, hard aside from the fact that we, you know, she'd already had a chocolatey treat. We just couldn't be asked to go and do a big shop. I just couldn't be bothered. I wanted to sit on the sofa and watch MasterChef, and that's what we did. We watched MasterChef, and we watched Bob's Burgers, and then we went to bloody bed, and it were brilliant. That it, you're such an example such, for, for dieting. <laughs> we're having leftovers tonight. So let's get into our iTunes reviews before we get out of here. From The Lone Wolf YouTube, The Lone Wolf YouTube also written as the title nice little plug for your own uh, channel there well, they're, they're, I've seen them on the comments section yes so thank you thank for, you for being a pod swafter also uh, a great podcast all round I listen to you guys throughout my day at work you two lads make this podcast worth the watch keep up the amazing work oh and what are your two favourite female feuds ever in WWE well, thank you Lone thank Wolf you, Lone and Wolf. a question right at the end there snuck it in uh, I would I mean you got you got to have Bailey Sasha Banks yeah, in from there NXT. from NXT. Yeah, that, that sort of um, Brooklyn one into NXT Takeover respect. Mm. I think it was. I think that uh, when they had the the thirty minutes Iron Woman yeah. match or the Iron Man match, I think that's probably where I my my mind would go because it's not like there were many when I was a, a teenager. Yeah, I'd hardly say like as much as I enjoyed the female performers back then. It's not like they had classic feuds that I could really sink in my like mm. even even. The Trish and Lita or, or Trish and Mickey like Trish and Mickey I really liked yeah yeah with the, the stalker feud I thought that was quite good actually I mean I came into that very late because I wasn't watching wrestling week to week mm. but then I went to a friend's house to watch that Wrestlemania where they had their Wrestlemania match and I was like and they showed the video package before and I was like oh that's quite a good little feud actually if I was watching week to week I probably really would have enjoyed that and uh, well, because he said two here, I'm also no, gonna no. Have... I think it's what 
uh, what your twos uh, fa- so is so I can't say Santina winning the women's battle royal at WrestleMania 25 and Joey from Memphis writes consistently consistent yeah thank you Joey nicely done love this podcast one of my absolute favourites Luke and Dolly keep me laughing and entertained throughout while keeping me fully informed about the wrestling world well you're very welcome Joey from Memphis thank you Joey well we've gone the normal amount of time yep. so so much for trying to keep it short oh sorry because you can leave now yeah you've got no more you've got no more work to do haven't you I've got to post the Bleeding news and the bleeding, bleeding news and the wrestle ramble at home. Because <laughs> I've got a better internet connection. <laughs> okay, well, we will be back tomorrow with our WrestleMania predictions. Love you, bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.